What's going on, everybody? We are back with uh, episode number five of Bodybuilding's Bodybuilding and Bollocks with Luke, the runner-up of the Tampa Bay Pro uh, last week. How you feeling? How, how you feeling, buddy? After losing? Uh, it's great to lose man (laughs) well in your defense you lost to possibly the goat yeah we're just not too shabby a lot of people who were there in person had it had it the result differently i mean it was quite a split decision i think i know it was quite as clear cut as people do you want want my honest opinion from i I completely agree with the decision i mean i i felt like this is where he got you you had way more muscularity. Yeah. Um, Dexter brought one of his best looks. Like he was really, really sharp. Um, but I felt like he had you the most in overall balance. Yeah. Your upper body is just fucking huge, and your legs are there, but they're not as they're not as big as your upper body. They were yeah, they were flat. It was super flat. This is something that Chris and I yeah. spoke about afterwards. I think I pissed them out backstage. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I looked at. Um, when I looked at uh, you and Dexter standing next to each other, I'm like, I think he's got him. But like, the more I looked, the more I'm like, there's something Dexter has that Luke yeah. doesn't have, and I think it's just overall balance. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's, so. he's Dexter. The only thing I did have him on is the waist. Uh, yeah, his waist was a little. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, mine was pretty good. Yeah, I know you've definitely mastered that fucking vacuum. You got to teach me how to do that shit. I just don't eat on show day, which is probably why I was really flat. <laughs> so I, need I need to find a balance. <laughs> Let me ask you this. How does it feel? I don't know. Is this the first time you competed with Dexter or no? Yeah. Oh, no. I think I did down in Australia with him last year. Yeah, but this was, I think this was different because people saw you as possibly beating him. Yeah. And yeah, uh, like a beam of light here. You see this? Yeah, I can see that. It's annoying. Just leave it. Who cares? They don't give a shit. Um, it's an effect. Yeah, it's like you got that like stripe in your eye. Anyway. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Anyways, how does it feel standing backstage with Dexter? Like I've competed against Dexter. It was very cool. Do you know what was the coolest thing? Huh. Uh, is they did the first call out. I was like, oh, yeah, first call out. Good sign. And then they moved me next to Dexter, and then they moved everyone else around me and Dexter. I was like, wow, wow. This is good. And then we went backstage, and then they did another call-out, but without me and Dexter. Yeah. He was uh, he, we were like, what's, what's this? What's going on? That's good, though. And then one of the somebody with the clipboard came up to me and was like, you and Dexter are going to have a call-out in a second, so don't go anywhere. And, and that's, what, that's when my asshole fell out a little bit. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, so do you, did you? Do you mean you must have had a lot of those moments in your career where you're like, "What is going? What the fuck is happening?" Um, no, they they didn't. They never came. To, like the best, I think the closest to that type of thing that's happened to me was uh, twenty eleven when they compared me, Dexter, Dennis Wolf, and Evan. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I and I think Ben Pakulski was in that show, and so was I think Sean Roden did that show also. Yeah. And when I got that first call out, that's kind of when I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it's just the best. Yeah, yeah. But what I wanted to ask you was, standing backstage with Dexter, were you intimidated when he was pumping up? No. You didn't feel any type of nervousness. You were totally ready to go. I'm just yeah, I'm fine. That's fine. 
Yeah, that would, that's a daunting task, though, to be well, the goat. It's only because I kind of stood next to him and I was like, I fucking, I've got you, old man. You are, <laughs> you are tiny. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Uh, it was more just like, oh, he's not actually that big. And no. But when you're backstage, everyone looks soft. Yeah. Like, you can't tell. I, I remember know. I remember being backstage and Lucas was there and I was like, he's really fat. Like he literally hasn't died. Then he got, gets under the lights. And yeah. he's pretty good. And then you see the photos and you're like, what the fuck? That's yeah, but, not- Lu- but Lucas was a little off. Yeah, but you no, know, I mean, he looked you know I thought, You know I thought compared with you more? You know, the placing I thought that could have been even closer was you and Ian. Ian were really good. You beat Ian on all the front poses, I think, more than anything. But the back shots and the side shots were very close. I think you're bigger than he is. Your back is bigger and thicker. He, he's um, he has that graininess that almost yeah. no one has. Um, I asked him. I was like, "How the fuck do you get like that?" And he's like, oh. "Did he say? Did he say because I'm pale? Is that what he said?" Yeah, he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> um, but he is. He is a naturally pale man. Yeah. So is fucking Juan Morel. Did you see Juan Morel's fucking grainy he's, ass photo? He's not as grainy as Ian. Not even. Look at his most recent photo that he posted. <laughs> he's not as grainy as Ian. I'm telling you, it's close. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, the point is his side shots were fucking outstanding. Yeah, really dug out, yeah. Yeah, and uh, back shots were close. I thought you and him were close. I definitely think you had him, but it was he definitely improved. This was his best show, yes. his best showing of the year, I well, think. This, uh, this show he did with Patrick Tour, so he worked with him for the last couple of weeks. Who's Patrick who? Patrick Tour. He's, he's a coach from Switzerland, I believe. He does a lot of guys coming up. He did Iris Kyle. He left Matt Jansen? Yeah, but it's just for the last couple of weeks, and they tried something different, a completely different peak, and now he's staying with Patrick for his off-season and his prep next year, so it'll be really interesting. Wow, I wonder how that came about. Um, I think, I mean, I'm just speculating. I know Matt's just had a baby, so um, he was actually born the day of Tampa, so it could have been Ian's way of just being like, I want to give you some space, you need to work with your family, because I know Matt wouldn't have let it get in the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard what he's like that. I don't think Ian would have found that fair i don't know how matt is doing all that he's doing he's got the new line that he's promoting and he's got uh who knows how many clients and he's got doesn't he have two kids now exactly because he doesn't fucking stop yeah that's a lot of work man yeah and he puts the work in i mean i worked with him and he was always great so um he was always very responsive and he was always on the ball always on if i needed to speak to him via whatsapp he was just there so you didn't feel like you're at your best at tampa no, I thought I was flat. Just, I mean, because I, I mean, that's my fault actually. Because I kept saying to Chris, I was "Like Chris, I need to be fucking dry." Because you I, knew you were going to compete with Dexter, and you're like, "I, I got to be dry." And yeah. He's like, "All right." And then after the show, he kind of and I said, "What?" I said to him, "I was like, fuck, I like really flat. My legs just disappeared." And he just kind of he just went, "Yep." <laughs> As if I like, and I was like, "That's my fault." And yeah. he was like, "Well, you know, we overdid it, and that's you know, and you looked great, but." I wanted that, f- and then he and then he started saying, "Forget this whole grainy thing. Forget trying yeah. to be as dry as possible. You don't have that's not you. You're yeah. Jay. Yeah. You are big, thick, round, and detailed. You don't yeah. need to try and be dry. Yeah. This is what happens. Said, no, I I agree because what happened was you're probably trying to be you're trying to play Dexter's game. Uh, I was trying to play. Well, you knew Dexter was going to be there, and Ian and Lucas. Yeah, that's they're, and, and they're all fucking peeled out of their mind all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you had to have been playing that that game somehow subconsciously. 
yeah, I think you're right. I mean, but my best look is this. I mean, like in the night show, I was probably 10% fuller and I looked way harder. Well, if you think about it, you would have been the odd man out in that group, but in a good way. Yeah. Like you would have been the big fucking full yeah. shredded guy. I mean, the thing is, it's like I start fucking like straight to glutes. It's like, it's yeah. not like I'm not in shape. Everyone's like, oh, you need to get in condition. My glutes are straight to my lower back. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying no, that. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. Some people are, but I think I've worked out today. Because everyone compares me to Dorian. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not as dry as Dorian because I don't think anyone else ever has been that dry. I yeah. get a lot more shit for it than other people. I saw one of those comments on, I don't know who's on my Instagram or YouTube, but they're like, you know, if just tell Luke if he's 5% sharper, he'll do really well at the Olympia. And I'm like, I'm like, do you know where Luke came from? I'm like, Luke couldn't even get in shape two years ago. Now he's fucking peeled. Like, Yeah, it's just, I mean, I think people don't, respect that everyone's condition just looks different well i also think people don't respect that your conditioning gets better yeah the but more I mean, you compete and the older you get i always think about it like this i mean look at like victor martinez versus branch warren they're both in shape they're yeah. both in shape. it doesn't look the same yeah um, i agree jose raymond and flex lewis their condition they're both peeled their condition just doesn't look the same yeah i agree and i think that's i think i mean i've never seen jay cutler dry i've never seen victor martinez dry no uh, no, you're never gonna see, you're never gonna see Jay Cutler look like Ronnie Coleman. No, exactly. It's, I mean, it's not like, gonna happen. It's, I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to say it's okay to not be in shape. Or I'm. I'm just kind of defending myself. No, no. You're. What you're saying is, it's not. It's not yet what I want it to be either. No, no, no. I know what you're saying. You're saying you can still be. I think what you're saying is really sometimes that graininess is genetic. Like you're not always going to like, look at Jay. Jay is not a uh, void of hard work. Yeah. So it's like, you know, Jay is killing it for years on end. One of the hardest workers we know, but he never had that grainy look. We've seen it. Phil Heath doesn't. Well, some, some body parts. Like yeah, if you, not, yeah. but he's, I, I would say he's dry, but he's not grainy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. I'll give you that. Anyway. So, I wanted to ask you about the Olympia prep. What are you guys changing? Anything? Or are you just going to keep on going the same route? Oh, my way. He's pushed my weight up. He's kind of rebounded me a bit. I was 270 this morning, and I look I, I look how Dennis James I, I, I feel how Dennis James looks in the tank. <laughs> I, I, like, I'm just, I'm just constantly like, fuck. Like, I, it's, my, my, it's, it's like in my life, I've, got, I've chafed really bad in the last couple of days. Everything's just way thicker. That's and good, then, though. I think it's just because of the water rebound, he's just the food up. And then he's just texted me about 10 minutes before we started recording. Here's your diet. And it's got no food on it. So, yeah. Gonna bring, it, bring it all back down. He's going to pull it right. He's going to get that hard from tomorrow. How many weeks you got now? Five. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Cedric getting an invite? I'm not really anti it. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't think I'm really saying that because I've beaten him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think it's um, no, I don't have a problem with it. It's like, uh, if from a business perspective, I get it, but I also think he did genuinely want to compete earlier in the end. He couldn't because he was like, you know, and I know the US are very, are very patriotic with their servicemen, so yeah. I think even that, and because he's a name, he'll bring in more tickets, um, uh, sales, and he's an Arnold Classic winner, he's he's up there. Okay, time out. I was in agreement with you about everything until yeah. you said he's got a name and he's an Arnold Classic winner. 
That doesn't mean shit. There's a lot of people with names. Because I actually no, bring, well, no, I mean, I bring, that's, why I, that's why I said combining those two, not not each. I don't think that anything that has anything to do with it, and I hope it doesn't have anything to do with for the IFBB. I think it's strictly that he was going to do a show, and they knew he was going to do a show. He might have signed up for it, and then he probably got called off to duty. Yeah, maybe. So, so they're giving him a pass. In that in that regard, I agree with it 100%. Yeah, but, but why, man, is why, why, why I say he's a non-classy winner? Because like, that could have happened to any other pro and he wouldn't give an invite to the Olympia. But they will have Cedric because he is of that caliber. Well, I think it's also because he's proven in other years that he does he does three or four or five shows a year anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, so that brings me to Rami then, because I guess Rami requested uh, to have no, an invite fuck too. Off, fuck off, Rami. You know, I'm, <laughs> Is it, he, is it because he can beat you? or No, which, why would he? He hasn't won an Arnold Classic. He hasn't been competing as much as Cedric. He won an Arnold Classic, didn't he? Arnold Classic Brazil or something That's like that? Not, it's not the Arnold Classic, is it? Oh, so you're taking away everybody's... No, I'm just saying I'm just saying that's the level that Cedric is. The Arnold Classic is a much more prestigious win than any other show apart from the Olympia. The Columbus Arnold Classic, yeah. Yeah, the Arnold Classic. Yeah, All so... those are Arnold Classics, but it's not the Arnold Classic. But... Someone could say Rami's been as high as third place at the Olympia. His yeah. third, his third place. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He should have qualified this year. Wait, wait a minute. Is third place at the Olympia equal to an Arnold Ohio win? No. Also, but Big Rami's also not in the military. So, I mean, I mean, if Big Rami turns around and goes, "Sorry, I was fishing," I don't care. You don't have to be fishing. You could have uh, started your prep early. Stop fucking around. Yeah. No. Yeah. I listen. If we're if we're I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't think Rami should get an invite. No, I think Cedric being in the army, um, the U.S. being very patriotic, them also trying to put a nice, like America stamp on the the Olympia. I think it makes sense. So, no yeah, I think if they start doing it too much, though, like you know, I see one. I see. I see them giving one to Kai. Kai was second place a number of years. I think Kai's more just because the fans want him there. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just that's. I can understand that. I guess there has to be special circumstances here and there, right? Yeah. So, but I have no problem with Cedric. Cedric's no, I don't. Especially, it's not even for Cedric. It's especially because he's done so many shows every year that yeah. he's already he's already proven that he does all the. Uh, he's he's not he's capable of doing a number of shows. So you yeah. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is going on? Anything new in Luke's life? Um, and new women or no? Probably not while you're dieting. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just leaving that alone for a bit. How was training at the Dragon's Lair? How was that training? Oh, it was very cool, though. The, um, I actually left the day he completely changed all of the equipment. So what you're seeing now, I haven't been to that bit. Did you train Did you train with Flex or no? No, because uh, he was training with John and Neil, but I did train with Joe Bennett, which was cool. He came down. Somebody asked one of the questions in the, uh, the little build-up to the show I put up on Instagram. What, who do you think is the hardest training bodybuilder? Don't say yourself. <laughs> um, honestly, I, I think it's about the same. I don't think. I think at this level, I think you could name 10. I think there's a ceiling of how of how hard you can train. And I think there's a lot of us there. And then it's everyone else. So you can't just name one person. I'm going to put I'm gonna put Branch Warren above, a notch above. Yeah, but he's not currently competing. That's why I wouldn't. Oh, uh, okay. So you're saying he's retired, so it doesn't count. Yeah. I get it. I mean, if you're talking of all time, then I'd say probably Mike Francois. I've never seen Mike Francois train. Well, from what I've heard, he was just an absolute animal. I would say Ronnie Coleman, then Branch Warren. 
Yeah, I've heard from like other pros that Milo said that um, my, my Francois just was how heavy he was because you know he trained at Westside Barber. Yeah, apparently he used to do things like he'd have like seven plates on the bar and the squat, and he'd do like a set of eight, and he'd wait thirty seconds and do it again, and he'd do like five, six sets in a row like that. Yeah, that's pretty fucking insane. You know, so that, that sounds. That bars. sounds. But that sounds like a myth to me. Yeah, but I've heard people. I've heard it from multiple people. Chris, even Chris was like saying about it. And I asked, and I asked Mike when because I, I trained with him in Ohio for the Arnold. He was like, "Yeah, we did that shit every week." And I was like, "This is fucking crazy." <laughs> but I think that's just because he's training in Westside Barbell, where a seven plate squat is like three average. plates. It's like a lot of people can do it. It's not not a big deal. Yeah, it's average. Yeah. Well, I, I would say Ronnie because Ronnie was doing two a days with those kind of weights. Yeah, no, I agree. I would, I'd probably you know say, I mean? I'd say I'd say Ronnie Branch and Mike Francois, and Rich Gasparri yeah. probably as well. I've I've trained with Rich a couple of times, and he's just like both. So. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah, it's just so much volume, and he just like just doesn't let you stop. He'll do like fifty partials, fifty four <laughs> reps, and then just be fucked. <laughs> Everything. I've- but there's that's a there's a point of no return. Like yeah, I know, but, that, but I know but that's he's like he tries to. Well, I don't say he tries, but he goes to like Tom Platt's level. Yeah, yeah Tom Platt's. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. He's All right, listen. Always, he's probably number one. We got some. Uh, I got some questions here. I pulled off of the <laughs> Instagram, and I want to ask you because it just makes it easier to do it this way. Uh, I should pull the ones off of the last bodybuilding bollocks because I told those people that we would answer their questions first. Okay. So this guy says, Luke uses Chris as a prep coach, and not, but not all year round, does he? Do you use him all year round? Do you use him like in the off-season too? Yeah. We just, I mean, in the off-season, I'll just send him pictures, and he'll say, yeah, you're not fat, that's fine. And then he'll say, what are you eating? And I'll be like, mostly pizza. And I'll be like, cool. Picks in five days or something. He says he's very casual. So you're not really – so, No, but okay. he'll, he'll just, he'll just hit, if he sees when things need to be reined in, he'll tell me. But what, but what I'm saying is to clarify to this person, it's more like you have a diet that you're doing yeah, and, he, like, and he's just monitoring you to make sure you don't get turned to a fat slot. Yeah, yeah, basically. And then in the, uh, I do my own training. I mean, I pretty much eat what I want in the off season for the most yeah. part. I mean, I follow the diet and then I eat all whatever I want on top of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. All right. I got another one here. Would love to hear your favorite bodybuilders and who you think are the top three underrated and overrated physiques of all time. Okay, is this uh, you go first? Me, I go first. My favorite bodybuilders. Yeah, uh, Ronnie Let's Coleman. Do yeah, do yeah, do Ronnie Coleman, Dexter Jackson. Ronnie Coleman, Dexter Jackson, Chris Cormier. Dexter Jackson, eh? Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> I, I, and I'll tell you that this is why. I'll tell you this. When I my very first show I ever went to was Toronto Pro Am. Yeah. And the pro show. The first pros I ever saw was Marcus Rule, Dexter Jackson, and Mike Matarazzo. And I was like, holy fuck. I had never seen anybody the size of Marcus Rule, and I never seen anybody with a perfect physique like Dexter's. Oh, yeah. So from the very beginning, I always thought Dexter's physique was amazing. Can you imagine having Marcus's size, but Dexter's physique? <laughs> It's like a 10-time Mr. Olympia. That's, what That's that is. insane, isn't it? Like, I, mean, I mean, imagine being as just like, just Dexter was scale him up to Ronnie's size, but that was that's what Ronnie was. If you look at Ronnie, no, he wasn't. He wasn't as nice looking as Dexter. Come on, nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, Ronnie. Of course, but he, he still wasn't as good looking. I don't mean it in that way. But you know what I mean? I think so. 
If you look at if you look at ninety nine Ronnie, yeah. his waist is like, like yeah, uh, the shape of him. Like if you look at his like silhouette, but all of Dexter's lines and roundness. Yeah, they're all per- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I could say that. Yeah. So, so who are your three favorite? Uh, Mike Francois, Dorian Yates, and probably Justin Compton. Do you think there's a reason why I pick three black guys and you pick three white guys? We're well, not black, so no. <laughs> <laughs> But can I identify more with the minorities? Because oh, you identify you. I, I, I identify as a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> uh, the, um, uh, I'm, I'm being fucking serious, though. No, you, I, I, I agree with you. I think people also like physiques that kind of resemble that. That's bit. what I'm saying. I think you people like like. There's no Arab bodybuilders, really. I mean, there's a couple, but Rami. No, yeah, but I love Rami's physique. But I, I don't. I love Rami's physique, but I wouldn't put Rami in my top three favorites only because I haven't seen him bring the conditioning. That's true. If Ronnie ever gets in the same conditioning as, as Ronnie Coleman, yeah. then it, it'll be a fucking terrifying <clears throat> thing for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, give me three underrated physiques. Fuck. Um, this is a hard one. It is a hard one because you're thinking about like all time yeah underrated i think nathan's overrated yeah yeah i'm not i'm not saying that just because you have a feud with him i just i agree i, I agree uh are we going with overrated then yeah let's go with overrated hmm i i would i would i used to i would have used to have said jay carter really just because it's not very nice to look at it's just huge but at that time, it was. Yeah, that's what I mean. But not nowadays, because there's no one like that around now, it's like, wow, I get it. I get no, no, it. no. No, I mean, like, back then, it didn't matter how wide your waist was or anything like that. They yeah, just I know, I know, I know. Yeah. So I'm looking at it from today's standards. Yeah. I don't know how well Jay would do now. How do you think Jay would do nowadays? I don't know. I think it's still do just as well, but I think he would be more vigilant with certain things. Like, I think he would make more of an effort with his midsection or... His midsection wasn't really bad. He just had no, big, ob- he just had big obliques. Yeah, but maybe he could or would have done something about that. Maybe modified something more. Maybe not just not gotten quite as big. Jay Cutler, eh? Is you're overrated? No, no, no. I mean, that's you're going to suffer a shitstorm for that. That's not what I'm saying. You're I think I think that's what you said. I'm going to cut that clip out. <laughs> I said, I used to, like the old me, the new me wouldn't say that. Okay, modern- okay. Give me one overrated physique. Um, Fried Abiad. Uh, I'm uh, underrated, if anything. I know. I honestly don't know because. All right, um, we'll move on. We'll move on. We'll no, move so, on. I, actually, I'm not being controversial. I'm not being afraid of being controversial. I literally can't think of anything. I know it's hard to think of on the spot. All right, let's see what this guy says. Uh, hey guys, could you maybe talk about ways to ensure to get the appropriate amount of calories in for someone who has a tough time getting all the food down? Eat the fucking food. Yeah, this is a common misconception. I think people always have is that it's easy. I, I had this conversation with. Uh, yeah, I'm not. But I'm not hungry. Yeah. What, what do you mean? What is hungry in the in the off season? The word hungry doesn't exist. I know. I just said this when I on my podcast with Kuklo. I said, yeah. "You're really only happy for a few months out of the year, or a few weeks out of the year. Oh, most of the, most not. of the time, most of the time, you're fucking starving or you're stuffed." Yeah. So, all right. <clears throat> Yeah, no. Uh, some tips to get food down would be: don't fucking snack as much. Try and eat cleaner food. Try and I reduce- would also try and choose food you actually enjoy eating. 
If it, like, I mean, so like things like if you prefer pasta versus rice, it's not ideal, but it's good, better than not. I mean, eat bread. If people want to eat bread in their diets, like if they want to have like a chicken wrap or something, that's fine. Yeah. Was it, no, was I agree. It, I, I think what? that I think that too. I think people get stuck on, well, I got to eat rice or I got to eat oatmeal. I got to eat. And I'm like, uh, that's you know kind of. People, you know, I've heard of some people doing uh, is. <laughs> I, I've never done this. I don't recommend it. Is instead of having chicken and rice, they just eat breaded chicken because there's plenty of carbs in it. I used to do that actually. The yeah. uh, me and Frank used to laugh about that all the time because we do shake and bake. Yeah, you know the shake and bake box. Yeah, yeah. yeah we used to do that all the time. It would fucking yeah, taste great. Exactly. Like, they'll just have breaded chicken, and there's probably about like fifty grams of carbs in it, like a ten ounce portion of chicken. But I would still have rice with it. Yeah, you would. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely still have rice with it too. Hey, man. When you're trying to grow, you got to fucking eat. Exactly. I have chicken and rice. We use breaded chicken. Perfect. <laughs> um, do you think I should get an invite to the Olympia? Well, you look like a T-Rex at the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was very surprised that you posted another video. Today or yesterday, with your arms look like they've blown up in like a week. They're, come, they're actually coming back fast. Yeah, that's what I mean. You can see it within a week. And I'm not even using any fucking like pump and pose or any of that shit. It's just all just, I think, mind muscle. It's all natural for that. It's all, <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far, but um, yeah, no, I'm actually pretty happy. I think I think by spring I will be ready. You never had, any, you never had bad arms, so they're going to come back quick. I have short insertions, though. I don't have bad arms. I just have short insertions, and it looks worse. When you have short insertions, it looks worse as you get older. Oh, so, like, my insertions are really long on my arms. I know it's fucking retarded. Your tricep like goes all the way <laughs> down. Like, like, it's literally there. I know it's crazy, man. <laughs> There's no, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't have. Yeah, That's why people are like, oh, you've got like really suspect triceps. No, no, no. They're they're just really long. Like they attach. Oh, there. there's there's something yeah. in, there's something in there. I can tell, but we won't. Exactly. Not. There's nothing in there. No. There's no SEO, nothing. Really? Nope. I'm very surprised by that. I don't know if I believe you. Well, they wouldn't move like they do. Like, you know? Yeah, I think they would. There's no striations there. That's because I'm the water buffalo. Did you, do, did you do this show thinking I would call you out? <laughs> in the middle of, in the middle yeah. of it? <laughs> I'm just trying to myself at any point. I'll tell you what I do, guys. A lot of people say, oh, he's got Sinto on his traps. Oh. If I'm gonna put it anywhere, it's not gonna be in those. Why would they? Put, why would you put synth on your traps? Like, I just stand there. Like, yeah, I know, but that's from doing fucking nine plate deadlifts. But people think, oh, there's no way, bro. And it's like if I'm if I'm gonna use that shit, it's going in my shit chest. That's where it, it's going. You know, it's funny is if people want big traps, they're always like, do shrugs, do shrugs. I'm like, no, do yeah. heavy, yeah. heavy yeah. fucking deadlifts. The only the, the only site metal hunting I've ever used or recommend is that metaform, but that's water based, and I haven't used it in so long. I don't know if I don't like I don't I don't like that shit. Yeah, you didn't like it, but I mean, I, I haven't used that for. I think I used it for a little bit in my arm prep, but that's like six months ago, so I haven't used it since then. So it's either phenomenal and set and held, or there's nothing left. Okay, I'm going to be completely transparent because I've actually been asked this question about yeah. SEOs and different things, and I tried the metaform. Yep. And it actually, like, I le- I felt like it fucked up my arms. Like, it, I felt like it actually ate away at my tricep, if that makes sense. Really? Yeah. Like, my, my tricep was nice and full. And then all of a sudden, like, half of it fucking disappeared. The fuck? Yeah. I will never, ever use that shit again. I know. I mean, I never had that. I use it very sparingly. And it's just, I just got, ra- it just, I'd, it'd get rounder quickly and kind of just stay there. 
You know, it's funny. I, I, a lot of people talk about SEOs and how they make your, your arms rounder and all this shit. I think obviously there's a way to do it. So it looks good. Cause I know it's really popular. I've never had a really good experience with any of that shit. No. My, my arms always fucking looked honestly, when I look back at my photos, my arms looked better before I started doing anything to them. And I don't mean, cause I've never done a lot, but even like site injections, even before I started doing site injections, like my arms always look better. It's weird. I think it so, does depend on your assertions because I've never done any like real SEOs. I've never bothered because I haven't needed to. Like honestly, if I was going to use it, I'd use it in my chest because it's shit. Which is your chest isn't shit. No, it's not. But it's not as good. I wouldn't need it here. You know? So oh, somebody kind of, somebody asked that question. Sorry, go on. I want to ask you that after. Go I, ahead. Say, so I think where my where they're so like round and full and responsive, they kind of just respond because they fill up nicely. If yours are shorter, they kind of bunch up. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've never been able, even when I do my normal shots, yeah. I never do shots and it's like a smooth thing. It always gets fucked up. Like, like I don't know. You then, not the products. It could be. I've tried everything though. I've tried using like uh, one and a half inch. I've tried using one inch. I've tried using a uh, larger gauge, smaller gauge. I've tried going really slow. I've tried going well, that's fast. What, that's what I mean. And it probably is, your, it is probably is you then. So. You mean the muscle, not the way I'm doing it. Yeah, your, your muscle. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you're something to do with your body, not like you know. As somebody said to me recently, I didn't even know it was a possibility. Was doing subcutaneous shots. I have heard that. I have never. I never even knew that was a possibility. No, I didn't. I, I mean, I've heard somebody talk about it. it might have been like a, on a John Meadows podcast. Apparently, it takes longer to absorb the gear, but it's more of a, a level. Like you're, you don't get as much highs and lows with it. That's odd. Yeah, but I think it would be better. I mean, Maybe. if I could do anything to not interrupt the way the muscle fiber works yeah. that would be the, the ideal way to go yeah well, but I, just, I just don't know enough about it to try it you got a lot of like the grass and scraping and i talked to one uh physiologist that said that stuff is complete bullshit even the even though just i'll say it's my favorite type of therapy i heard i heard it doesn't do shit because you can't actually break up scar tissue okay so why does it work then I think it's just because you're drawing. He his explanation was it's because you're drawing a lot of blood to the area, and when you draw blood, you draw, you draw nutrients, so it's going to help that muscle recover faster. It's very odd because if I have like a, I'm going to use the word knot. Yeah. Uh, if there's like a or like a, you can feel like when it's like lumpy from it could yeah. be an injury. Anything. When I've had the, the scraping work, it's gone. Yeah, it's I agree with you. And everything rounds out, so it must work somehow. It I'm must not. Be- Listen, I, that's why I said to begin with, it's my favorite type of therapy. Yeah. But this is just what he was saying. And I'm like. And your yeah. range of motion gets so much better. Yeah. So, I, I do it on myself. Like before, so it definitely works. I, mean, I have a Theragun I use and it definitely does something. Yeah. The gun, the gun helps loosen up the muscle. But I actually, my gun came with a scraper. Yeah, mine has as well. Yeah. So before, the day before legs, I'll use a little bit, little bit of baby oil, like just all around my knee about you know, six inches above my knee and six inches below my knee, like just around the underneath mm-hmm. the kneecap, just some light scraping. And the next day I feel like there's no issues at all. Well, they, they say it does do something. Well, I, I, but I do agree with his, his, what he's saying is if you draw a lot of blood to the area, it's going to loosen up the muscle and it's going to feed it the nutrients it needs to recover. So that's fine. So it does do something then. Yeah. And then I, yeah. I said, and then I said to him, I said, look, even if you're right, mentally it makes me feel great he goes well placebo is a strong thing so even if it makes mentally makes you feel great then it's keep doing it you so, can't you can't get on oh, there was a lump earlier i must i must have been imagining it <laughs> you know it's not 
I'm listening. You know, like, I'm... This is the thing about doctors that like because one of their one of the parts of the theory doesn't I know like, add up sides like that it doesn't work. Because I've had really good coaches say refeeds don't work scientifically. Well, we all know that they do. Yeah. They definitely work. Well, I'll I'll say this. I've been getting grasses done for a long time. It always feels good and it always feels like it works. I'm just telling you what one guy said. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, how can he possibly say that when you even you know yourself that it's feeling good, it works? Because he's blaming it on placebo. It's kind of like uh, like uh, Dan Newmeyer. Okay, he's a, I think he's a PhD. He says that using ice doesn't work. But I'll, but I'll tell you, every time I ice an injury or a sore area or tendonitis, it immediately feels better. And I don't mean in the moment that it's frozen. I mean, like, the next day it feels better. Yeah, which means it definitely does. That's what I'm saying. But he'll swear up and down that it's just in your head. I'll tell you that I'll tell you the best I ever ever felt for anybody out there with like sore knees or anything like that. You did grasp them with a nice block. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, the best I ever felt was uh, ice baths. Oh, really? Yeah, I used to do ice baths just on my lower body. Like I'm I would, doing some cryotherapy next week. I'm interested in that. I haven't tried it yet. I mean, you just go into like. You go into the booth and just stand there, and it's like, if it, it, this is fucking freezing. Listen, if it works anything like an ice bath, you're going to love it. Because I remember when I was doing ice baths, I never felt, my lower body never felt like it was so free, like moving wise. My IT bands felt better. My well, but I don't know if you heard, mate, but ice doesn't do anything. <laughs> you see? But there you go. So it definitely helps. No, I, and I'm, I know, I'm just telling you this sometimes yeah. the science doesn't say what we say. Yeah. One thing I'm excited about is just made me think is I've got a two hour appointment with Derek Farnsworth in the uh, week leading into the Olympia, which is something I've always wanted to do. I heard he's really, really good. He I asked me a long time ago. Apparently, can re- like, apparently the week before the show, he can has like his own tri- way of treating you to get everything separated more, blood better blood blood flow, like having you like more mobile and all your joints open up yeah. so you can hit your poses better. And like I think that'd be a really nice. How did you swing that? Is he going to be in? Uh... Oh, he's one of I think he just offers out to all the Cito's guys because we all stay in the same hotel. So. Fuck! I should get back on with the Cito. Yeah, I get these get these little cookies. Listen, okay, I got another question here from William Young. He says, "What are your happiest moments in the past five years?" <laughs> just give me like two. You don't have to give me like a rundown of the top. Uh, I actually went. To the woods on Christmas Eve with my son, my dog, and his mum. And I'm not, it's not, we're not in any kind of relationship, we're just friends. Yeah. Um, and I just remember being there and being like, this feels fucking amazing. Just in this one like, moment. Yeah. Uh, but how? Uh, but that's the happiest. Uh, and probably wait a minute. Getting, wait a minute. Before you, home. wait, I want to ask you before you go on. So, how do you go? How do you do something with it? I don't have kids, this is what I'm asking. So, how do you do something with your child? and his mother and not have any feelings for the mother. I just don't. We don't. We're just friends. But I mean, if it's that perfect, that it's one of the happiest moments you've had. It was, no, it was just, there was something about the feeling of seeing him happy with the dog. Oh, uh, okay. It wasn't like, it was about her. It was more about just the whole, it's nice to actually have people around you at Christmas. I see. It was weird. But Because like, we were at the top of this big hill overlooking just pure British countryside, all covered in frost. And it was just yeah. like, and the sun was like coming up. No, yeah. I didn't know it was going down. And I was like, it's fucking Christmas tomorrow. This is amazing. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but doesn't that make you want to be with her? 
No, 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 because it was just, it was more about my son than anything else than just being, okay. seeing them on, I don't know, it was just cool. I don't know. What, was what, was it, what was the next one you were, talk, you were going to say? Uh, again, third of the Arnold. Yeah, I was going to say that would be up there. That was crazy. Still the weirdest thing that's ever happened. Um, I'm going to say winning, winning two pro shows back to back. Well, wait, I better say something with my wife first because I'll get in trouble if I don't. Yeah. So something with my wife is first. Yep. <laughs> anything with my wife. Anything, anything with my wife. Pick it. That was first. And uh, no, I'll tell you the truth. Winning those two pro shows, yeah. it was, this is, I think, I don't know if this is the same for you, but this is what people don't understand. It took me a long time to win those two pro shows. I turned pro in 2006. Okay. Yeah. So it was like, for my training partner and for my wife more than it was for me. Like, I don't know if you got that feeling when you took third at the Arnold's, maybe not. Cause it's like, you got it earlier in your career, Yeah. but I literally felt happier for my wife and my fucking training partner. Uh, I actually felt that when I turned pro, actually, I felt that more cause I tried that. Uh, I remember my girlfriend at the time, again, my good friends and, I just remember be I won and I was like, surely that makes it worth it, right? <laughs> it's not it that's a little bit like that's that makes it kind of better. Yeah. If I fucked it up and it failed, then it would the whole thing would have been for nothing. Yeah. So she kind of gave me the look like, nah, I don't hate you after all. Because so, <laughs> she turned probably the year before the fucker. Yeah, I think it was just for me because they had been waiting for so long. I had so yeah. many, so many second places and so many third places, and they're like, "What the fuck is going? Are you ever going to win?" And I think, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I finally hit it, and uh, it actually felt better for them. So, those are probably my two, my two top moments. Um, Rob Steen Fitness says, "What does real off-season food intake look like a pro?" I saw this one. I wanted to touch on it just because. I don't think people know how much you actually eat. And I don't think, I think people know we say like 5,000 calories, but tell, tell them what like a regular meal is for you. Yeah, I'll just talk when, you when, you, when, when you're trying to get big. Okay. So I'm in peak off season. My breakfast will probably be something like, like 200 grams of like muesli with a banana on the top. Um, bit of honey on there. About eight ounces of steak for four or five whole eggs breakfast. And then meals from then would be, um, probably 100, 120 grams of carbs from rice, 10 ounces of chicken. and then I'll So you're eating like, so for those people who don't know, 120 grams of rice is like three cups of rice. Probably. I'm talking 120 grams of carbs from yeah, rice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So 120 grams of carbs from rice is like three cups of rice probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's three cups of rice, 10 ounces of chicken. Um, and then I'll probably put some fats in there, some macadamia nut oil or something. I'll have that. And then pre-training, I'll have the same. And I probably will add the cookies in. Yeah. And whilst I train a, between 80 and 100 grams of carbs, like 30 grams of essential aminos. Post training, I normally have a big fucking bowl of cereal. Wait. Oh wait, so you're doing you're doing intra carbs too? Yeah. And then what are you doing? Clustered clustered dextrin or dextrin and essential aminos? Are you doing pre carbs too or no, or, or just well, intra? Just in the meal, so that's enough. And I yeah. started drinking my intra kind of on the way to the gym anyway. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, post workout, I'm gonna have like 100 grams of carbs, 150 grams, about 150 grams of carbs, uh, usually from like Rice Krispies. Wait a minute, I got it. Wait a minute, I'm sorry to keep interrupting. I just so what do you you eat your pre workout meal? What how soon before the gym? Uh, hour, hour and a half. When do you drink your pre workout shake? On the way to the gym. 
And what, but you just said you, you drink your intra-workout shake on the way to the gym. Yes, yeah, so, so normally what I do is I, I put, I, I put, so my pre-workout, it doesn't, I don't, uh, sorry. So my pre-workout, I'll have like the pump shit in there and all that. And then I will add, I'll get my jug of intra and I will fill my pre-workout in, up with my pre-workout. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so I, I've drank about a third of it with my pre-workout on the way to the gym. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, and then post-workout cereal, uh, my isolate. And when I get home, I'll have another steak, um, a fuckload of pineapple and another 100 grams of carbs from rice. And before bed, usually like 500 grams of a big thing of fat-free Greek yogurt. Two, three tablespoons of almond butter and a load of granola and berries in the bowl. You do <coughs> Greek yogurt, granola, berries. Almond butter. And almond butter. That's your last meal? Yeah. That sounds pretty good. It is really good. Um, <coughs> so you're doing, are you doing five or six meals? So it's five in the shake in the intro, yeah. So five in your intro. So five whole food meals? Yeah. A little okay. bit. So I shouldn't feel bad because my <coughs> uh, my off seasons usually I'm always trying to get six. I can never get six in. I just think Jeff. I, I mean that's what I was, was like. So I just had five bigger meals. It's easier. Yeah, that's what I realized too. All right. Well, I'm not going to go through mine because mine's very very similar. So <coughs> there you go, Rob. <coughs> oh dear. You okay? I just breathed in the wrong hole because we're talking about food. My my stomach must have gone. Give me something. Bring <laughs> <laughs> me choke. Uh. Godry Paul says, "What's the coolest thing you have guys you guys have gotten to do because of bodybuilding?" I don't know. I'm going to say mine is traveling. <coughs> yeah, that's. I, I, I would kind of. Yeah, I mean that's quite like vague, though, isn't it? Well, no, I mean, yeah, I guess I, I can't point to one specific thing, but because because there isn't one. Like I just I feel lucky <coughs> that I. Uh, you know, with SciTech, I traveled to Paris, I traveled to Germany, I traveled to fucking all these different places, Spain, yeah. whatever. So, I don't know. I probably wouldn't have went to all those places if I wasn't with, if I wasn't bodybuilding. So, it's it's just a cool thing to be able to go. Like, I guest pose in in the Bahamas one year. Yeah, I guess pose in the Faroe Islands, which is like yeah, north, yeah which like is it's, it's just it's different too than just visiting. Like, I went there, and they kind of had somebody guide like with me. I stayed for a week. And we did the guest posing and then somebody like toured me around the whole week. So I got to see the Island properly and I got to like, yeah. So it's like stuff like that. You wouldn't get to do if you weren't bodybuilding, I have to go pay somebody to guide me and all that stuff. And I, I just, I'm, I'm not that kind of person. I'm not a world traveler. So. <coughs> No, I know that is one of the cool things. I like a lot of the time when like Ben and I are away somewhere for a show or something else and we're, like driving across Florida and Aaron's super that raptor. We're like, what the fuck is going on? This is cool. <laughs> <coughs> I've done go, fucking hair in my throat. Go get a drink, man. Oh. Yeah, I don't think it's that. It's like, it's like tickling the back of my throat. <laughs> what, uh, what's, how many cars does Aaron have now? I don't know, four or five. Do they let you drive any of them? Yeah, these Ford Raptor. He let you drive the Raptor? His Raptor's fucking done up nice. It's amazing. We took it from Boca to uh, Tambo to a four-hour drive. He let you take it? Oh. What the fuck? What kind of owner is this? He's just like, here, take my truck? Yeah, well, because we, we just got made sure we were insured, and then we just went two, two days. Because it was cheaper than getting a car for us to, and all the Ubers, so we just said, just take the truck. I know. I just think, I don't know, I wouldn't fucking give somebody my shit like that. That's a nice truck. Yeah, he trusts me. You know, I'm, I'm trustworthy. 
He's trying to keep, he's trying to give you the perks to stay on to the team. So, <laughs> so you make sure you stay that on the is, team. That is a perk. I tell you. Are you almost are you almost up for contract renewal? He's probably like trying to show you the good stuff so you don't ask for more money. <laughs> How many years do you sign on for that with them for? Uh, so it's two years, um, and then we everything gets evaluated in one year. So. I know you guys are doing. Uh, he's really a hands-on owner, right? Eh? He's awesome. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. Yeah, I noticed you guys are doing videos together and shit, and like. Yeah, he's great. He I mean he doesn't. He's just great. He just loves bodybuilding. He loves everyone doing well. He's like he just genuinely wants to see everyone do as well as they can. I feel like it's always better, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to shit. I don't want to say this. I don't want to say anything bad about any other companies, but I always feel better buying products from somebody who's who loves bodybuilding or yeah. a, or a bodybuilder. You know what I mean? Because like Aaron is, he's extremely generous with like his money and his resources as he like as much as he is with his time like, a lot of people don't really know that about him he's very hands-on with everything so when i'm there he spends a lot of time with me and make sure that he has time rather than just being like, hey what to do you that's know, the way a lot of people don't know this but that's the way most owners are yeah he's great. most most owners don't want anything don't give a shit about their athletes so it's kind of more like what can you do for me yeah no, aaron's great he's very much like he just, I, I, well, obviously from a business perspective, he's like, he wants me to do as good as, good as I can. The better I do, the better it is for the company. Well, of course. Of so course. That, so he's, but he doesn't, but he, it's like he genuinely does want me to do well anyway. Because he yeah. was really nice to me before I was with Redcon. He was always very, you know, messing me all the time. He was just a cool guy. So I think he's just a fan of the sport and he's a fan That's of the guy. Yeah. He's like, every time I did a show, he just messaged me saying, you look great or he'd come on my pictures. Like, just, I like bodybuilding stuff. Just, yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah. Um, what do we have here? Let me go to the actual Instagram page. There's like 500 comments. Let me check it out. See what, see what you can find. I'll see what I can find. All right. So <laughs> this guy's asked this question before. Does sex fall in as part of a cardio session during prepping or is it not counted? Uh, say it again. The sex, is it, does it count or not count? Does sex count as part of your cardio while you're prepping? I'm going to no. go ahead and say, unless you're fucking for. I'm going to say no, but do more of it, do enough of it so you could potentially make it count. I'm going to say, if you could fuck long enough and <laughs> continuously oh. enough. There's going to be so many guys watching this being like, I fucking can. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what girl he's with, but like. I'm sorry, man. Most girls don't want to be pounded for 40 minutes. <laughs> you're like, just, just lay there. I got to keep my heart rate. I got to keep my heart rate at 120. And you're just like. <laughs> like, like playing Xbox off their back. <laughs> yeah, no, that does not count, man. It does not count. Um, what does it feel like to be a 300 pound bodybuilder, Luke? Uh, fun. Fun. That's it. That's your fucking answer. Fine. Fine. I don't have a problem with it. He's asked. Come on, man. Give him an answer. That is the answer. All uh, right. I That's... feel slow. <laughs> <laughs> I lost a. I lost a fucking race to my nephews yesterday in the pool. That's how embarrassed I was. We raced from one side of the pool to the other, and I'm like. I just can't. I'm too fucking heavy. Yeah. Too heavy. 
Yeah, the submarine. <laughs> um, geez, there's a ton of questions here. There is. Isn't there? Okay. I don't know. There's a bunch of questions, but I don't see anything good. <laughs> hey guys, let me question you about these shorts. Well, they're just like, the, what would happen if a bear fought a gorilla? Well, it's kind of a stupid question, isn't it? <laughs> oh, this guy says, "What's your thoughts on Dusty Hanshaw getting a podcast up again? Will you guys work together or I'm anything?" Mine. So I think Dusty and Dusty and Ron are doing a podcast together. Oh, nice! That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't know. It's not. Well, uh, we do a lot of cardio. It gives us something extra to listen to. Cheers, good. Yeah, that's what I feel. I'm like, it's more bodybuilding media. It's not going to hurt anything if there's. No, uh, like, I always say we all eat, we all eat from the same table. Listen, yeah. in my opinion, the more of us there is doing it, and the less people like fucking. You know the shit people that don't know much about bodybuilding doing it, the better. So if there's two other pros yeah. doing a show, then that's great. Oh, yeah. What's your GH protocol? And I'll answer this one. GH protocol for beginners and advanced athletes. It's both the same. Make sure it's real and make sure you use it. I think he wants to know how much. I don't know. Between, I think anything. I think eight is the very highest top end. And I think you can get away with about three. I don't, anything, anything below three is probably pointless. Anything above eight is pointless. I think what people need to know is it's going to take a long fucking time to work. Yeah, I don't, it's the most overrated. It's like it's like trying to like it's like adding brushing amino acids to your diet. And be like, I'm going to wake up with Ronnie Coleman next week. <laughs> I think if you're looking for fat loss, you can get the gains from it quickly. Yeah, I think I it's think just it, I think it's just another. I just think it's another cosmetic compound. Yeah, a bit fuller. A little bit leaner, quicker, and that's about it. You recover better. I don't think so. You know what I think the biggest benefit of it is? For me, anyway, that I've seen? Yeah. The biggest benefit of of growth hormone for me is that when I'm using it, I can go on extremely low calories and not lose muscle. Or or I feel like it's harder to lose muscle or harder to lose. I think what people are asking is like, is it the secret? Does it help with getting bigger? I don't believe it does. Um. Is it, is it this thing that everyone's like, oh, that must be what the pros are doing way more than anyone else? Right, trust me. I'm not, no, none, none of us can afford a like 28 IU a day. Which will yeah. Be just, not all the shut up. Yeah, yeah, Good no. Luck I, moving on that much, let alone paying for it. Well, I think you just end up with a massive fucking headache. Yeah. And, and uh, you'd be bloated and just asleep half the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so, you know, so I, I think it's like just people need to understand is it's like GH isn't the secret, GH isn't even that good. It's the most overrated drug. In fact, Dan Duchesne in his book said he believes it's it's used purely out of paranoia because every every other athlete does it, so every athlete does it because every other athlete does it. And he thinks he said it's pretty much a waste of time. Um sorry, one sec. Um, no, I, I don't think it's a, I, I really don't think it's a waste of time. I think it's a waste of time if you're looking to use it for no, growth. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, exactly that. That's what I mean. It's, it's, a, it's not a waste of time, but is it the, is it the holy grail? And the, that is the reason pros are as big as we are because of growth? No. But didn't we, just, didn't we see a, a difference in size in bodybuilders when growth hormone came into effect? No, not really. No. Come on, man. Did we? 
Look at the eighties and then look at the nineties and then look at the two thousands. You don't see, yeah, a, you don't see the, progr- you don't see the progression. I mean, there is a little bit, but some of the guys back in the, in the ni- 1990s were fucking huge too. In the 1990s? No, no, the, the late 90s, early, early 2000s, I think there were some guys then that were huge, like Rule and... Yeah, but that's, but that's when it was more prevalent. That's what I'm saying. I thought you meant like from then onwards. No, what I'm saying is if you look at the progression just from year to year, from the 80s all yeah. the way through to now, yeah. the bodybuilders seem to have gotten bigger after the introduction of growth hormone. Um, yeah, potentially, but I think also there were more drugs available and, and testosterone would be one that came into play more in bodybuilding. Because before you think, that, you think it was just... Primo and and things like that. And I think when, as people got smarter with our drugs they should use and everyone then started realizing you have to actually have an off-season and get bigger in the off-season and diet down, that changed everything. So you think it was more the science of everything and not just... The science to a point, and then maybe growth hormone helps up a notch. But in what my point is, it's not this thing that if you start using growth hormone, you're not going to look like a pro all of a sudden. No, and I agree with that. And the, my, the biggest the mid, biggest misconception, one of the things I hate the most is like, oh, if you're using GH, that means you can eat pizza and still get shredded. Yeah, and I'm like... Exactly. That's, what I mean. That's why I'm saying it's overrated, because it doesn't do that, and it doesn't automatically add pounds and pounds of muscle to you. It doesn't... Yeah, yeah, no. I've never there's, had other, that there's other very small benefits, and still, if you work out the cost of it for what you get out of it, it's probably not worth it. But because we do this as a job, we don't yeah. really give you the chance. So. Yeah, for the average, well, I mean, but even for the average person, if you're looking for fat loss, that's probably the, yeah, thing, it is. the biggest game. Very low dosage. It's not going to be that expensive. Yeah, that's if true. We're going, we're, we're still every time we, when we go to the benefits, we're moving completely away from growing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, for me, the biggest benefit, like I said, is just staying full while on low calories. Yeah, again, that's, that's the biggest the biggest reason I, I would use it. Um, okay, we're going to take one more. So this guy says, I'd love to know about more experiences with the phases of becoming an elite bodybuilder, like first training, then eating seriously. Mm-hmm. When you started canceling on friends and solely focusing on it. So did you go through a progression or did you kind of no, just day, cut it out? Day, I was just day one and go. I went through a progression, man. I was like, day one, go. I started eating right and training yeah. and training right, but I I still partied every weekend. Yeah, no, I didn't. I partied from age twenty to twenty five every weekend, yeah. and then and then when I knew I could get my pro card, it kind of slowed down. It was like every other weekend. Yeah. Then after I turned pro, it was like once a month. And then when I started getting better as a pro, I like okay, I'm just gonna take it serious. So I probably could have been a lot better had I just. Chop, cut everything off, right? But I, because I did a lot of that before, because all the drumming was before bodybuilding, so I got a lot of that kind of out of my system. So yeah. uh, when I started for me, it was just very. It, it was like I, I had to find something to occupy me, and bodybuilding, I just threw myself into it. So you started at twenty three, twenty two. So you had done all your partying before then, and you're good. Yeah, yeah. I was. I hung out with a group. I hung out with a group of guys that were all lifting. Yeah, but they're all partying too. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not really like that anyway. To be honest, I'm not really a big party girl. I'm not really. I'm not anymore. But I, never, in, I mean, I never really have been. Like, not uh, really. I'm happy to just sit at home watching the comedy again, really high as fuck, and ordering a pizza. That's me. <laughs> that's, that's better. <laughs> yeah, no, this guy. As according to for this guy who asked the question, mine was a progression over the course of ten years. Mm-hmm. It went from like 
kind of serious to a little more serious to a little more serious to then just but that just kind of shows shows everyone that there is no wrong or right way of doing it it's like it's very much just individual to the person you can't force it i think that's one of the main things with with bodybuilding i've learning is you cannot force it if you have to force your discipline if you have to force the training if you have to force the diet or force the drugs it's probably not for you no, to a certain extent but there is but i do have to say because i always tell this to like young guys coming up yeah I feel like the best guys are the guys with the least amount of bad days. And what I mean by that, what I mean by that is like in my twenties, let's say from 20 to 25, I partied two, 200 times. Right. Or let's say I partied a hundred times. Yeah. That's a hundred days that I was like hungover. Or I missed meals or like, right. So how much faster could I have turned pro? So I tell guys when they say like, I just took, talk to this young kid. He's like, well, do I have to cut partying right out of my life? And I'm like, look, you can do what you want to do, but every day you fuck up is one longer day is going to take you to reach your goal. Yeah. That's kind of how I look at it. So you, so you stopped, you stopped partying at 22 and it, you reached your goal a lot faster than had you kept on partying every weekend. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You're right. So yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I think, I think everybody's different. They're going to make their own choices. Some people try and find a way to keep some of that stuff in, as part of their life. And some people just want to like eliminate it completely and go, yeah. all the way in <clears throat> um what else is going on in your life anything before we go uh no i mean it was time i'm due to eat that's pretty exciting uh but other than that no diet <laughs> the food goes right fucking down tomorrow so enjoy uh, what's what are you going from how many calories are you gonna go down to i think he's dropped about, about 200 carbs out 200 grams out of your diet that's gone bang fuck up done that's going to fucking kill you, man. Did he replace him with fats? Because <laughs> I filled out so well. I'm so big and full. He'll probably pull me down really hard, see where I am, and top me back up again. Yeah, he'll probably give you like a cheap. I mean, I've just said that, but that's going to be the absolute opposite of what he does because no one knows what Chris does. Not even Chris knows what Chris does. <laughs> he'll just go, mm, let's do it. He'll just pull out of the air, look at it, and go, yep, yeah, let's do that. But the good thing about Chris is he checks on you like every fucking day. So, oh yeah, I mean, at, at Tampa, he's like, I'm here, knocks on the door, I'm like, okay. He'll just look at me with his glasses, mate. He's standing that light, good. Let's just move back. Okay, he'll come up to me, he'll pinch, he'll pinch where, where my watery bit, he'll grab it like that's tighter, and then he'll fuck off. And then he'll be back like two hours later and does exactly the same. <laughs> it's great. And then when he starts getting really excited, he starts using really weird, you can he's like a child, and things start coming together, he gets really. Like almost giggly. I feel I feel like uh, I regret uh, not ever finishing my prep with him. Oh, he's brilliant, especially when I, was, I want it in my. I mean, when I when I want my Redcon contract to have Chris has to be with me at every show without fail. Well, if this fucking your years keep going the way they are, you can probably add that to your contract. He's he's just fucking awesome. He's the, like so for for Tampa, he was like. Like I said, he was, he just, when I was flat and he was like, yeah, see, it's like he knew it would happen. Yeah. Well, you got to take your fucking coach. We're our, we're our worst enemies, man. Yeah. You knew, like I said, you knew you're going to be standing next to a bunch of guys who are going to be fucking peeled and you got, and you got he, nervous. He's like, and for the Olympia, he's like, look, I want you harder, fuller, denser. So how does this, how does this feel for you now going into the Olympia? Because Dexter, people have Dexter predicted anywhere from first to fourth. I can absolutely wag without a doubt beat Dexter. Really? I stood next to the guy. Half the people booed when I got second. Like, it's not as... If I bring how I know I can be, 
just pull her. I mean, me being full, I mean, round her thicker, all that bubbliness will come back. And do, you think, I, do you think people booed because they know you're better, or do you think people booed because they're so sick of fucking Dexter winning? I don't know. I, just, I, didn't go, I didn't say, hang on a second, just stop and run. You, you. I, I know you didn't ask it. them. I'm asking what you thought. <laughs> Tell me. Uh, no, I said, I, 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 I'm hoping because they thought I should have won. That's what no. I'm hoping. I mean, but like, I didn't beat him that day, and I don't believe I should have. But what I do believe is I can beat him. You think if you're bigger and fuller, you can beat him? Have I fixed some of those errors that were my fault? Yeah, I that puts you in the top five at the O. That's and exciting. That's I, want I want to be in the top five. I know that. That's fucking exciting, man. It's coming around. Chris fully thinks I can too. Okay. Like, Chris doesn't bullshit. I've never heard it. He will never say anything he doesn't fully believe. I know. And I'm not, say, do, you want make, do you want me to make a prediction? And then he'll tell you the prediction. And then we like, mark my word. He'll say, like, see, you heard it here first. I'm not saying you're not going to be top five. Because as, no, I I as I sit here and think of who you, who's going to beat you, it's, it's tough. There's not a lot. I, I mean, I think I, yeah, I mean, I think I was sharper in Tampa than I was at the, at the Arnold. But I was way flatter. Yeah. How do you think Flex Lewis is going to do next year? Uh, he's looking big. I don't know. Is he? What's he weighing out? Do you know? I didn't actually ask him, but he looks just thicker, fuller, which is cool. And he's absolutely smashing the ass out of his training as well. I think he's going to fucking win whatever show he enters. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, does he go straight to the Olympia? Or does he have to qualify? I think he should have to qualify. I think he should get a special invite because he's the seven-time 212 champion. I think that's good enough for him to say, all right, come try out for the first Olympia. First Olympia is on us. I'm saying it for selfish reasons, though. I think you're right. Like, uh, ethically, I would say you're right. No, because we know he's going to win a qualifier. It's boring. I want to see him go up. I don't, I don't know he's going to win a qualifier. Yeah, we do. What if, he, then, does, what if he does Arnold? You think he wins the Arnold? No. That's what I'm saying. I want to see what show he picks. Yeah. And I want to see him stand next to guys who are 250, 260, 70 pounds. Yeah. So That's right. what I want. And I want to see that. But I want to see that before he gets to the Olympia. Yeah, but you're not going to get guys 250, 260, 270 at these qualifiers. That's very rare. I'm 250, 260. Yeah, but you're, you're also an Olympian. <laughs> I did the Olympia once. Yeah. I qualified four times, but I do. Um, why did you only do it once? You know why? Because when you're young, you think there'll always be another year. Oh, do you? So I could be upset that. That's why I was doing it. I'm always like, yes. Yeah, no, I did the first one in 2008 because. I was, uh, I wanted to see what it felt like. And it was awesome. It was exactly what I felt like. Exactly what I thought it would feel like. And then I qualified again in 2009 and in 2011 and 2015. In 2015, I should have done it for sure. Because 2015, I was like, mm-hmm. I was already like 30 fucking seven or some shit. I should have, I should have done it. Mm-hmm. But I, every time I want to do it, I think I'll be better next year. I want to wait till I'm better. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. It is a tough one. I just, the 2015 one was because I had done three pro shows that year. Yeah. And I literally was fucking burnt out. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking burnt out. I, I just can't diet anymore. Yeah. And the early ones, I just want to be better. I wanted yeah. to, and that was normal back then. Like Evan, Evan had skipped one. Uh, ben had skipped one. So. I, I would never, I wouldn't ever skip one personally. No. I think you're, I, honestly, I think that's the better way to go. Yeah, I do. Because it's like, I regret, I probably regret not doing um, 
all of sacrifice them. of some regrets. <laughs> Listen, I got I got one more question I want to ask you okay. before before we go. Two yeah, of them. This? I got put a, put a muzzle on that thing. You're a fucking sheriff, mate. There's no one there. There's, no, there's literally no one there. Why are you doing this? We're live on air. What are you doing? I will punch you in the face. Right, Ready? What's your biggest regret in life? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, I, I know the answer to that very much. So that's something I'm not prepared to share on air. Um, really? Oh, fuck yeah. Is that <laughs> bad? No, it's the, well, you, you, to me it is. But that's because it's my biggest regret. Uh, I think things like that are like having your shit in front of a girl. But best love, best love, not heard or seen. <laughs> All right, I'll share mine. Biggest regret in bodybuilding, maybe? Well, he says in life, but you can say in bodybuilding. In bodybuilding, probably doing the Vancouver show like two years ago. I, uh, I was so fucked. I should not have done that show. That's such a small thing. You got nothing better than that? You didn't have an in-between? Nearly dying in California, but then again, that's led me to be better. I don't know. Uh, oh, it was going to take all the diuretics. That yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine is not finishing school. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. I didn't finish school. I did two years of university, and I didn't. Uh, I pursued bodybuilding after that. So but why is that a regret now? Because you're doing very well. So it's just because I think it's something I should. Do. I I don't like starting shit and then not finishing. And I think it was—I just think it was important to finish that. Maybe, but it hasn't steered you wrong. You know, I mean, it seems like looking back at it, it's like it's something you would have liked to have done, but it's not necessarily would have made your life better. Well, I'm not beating myself up about it. I'm just saying, if I had one thing I could change yeah. about yeah. my life, that would be it. Yeah. So, um, last question before we go: Any amusing stories you have at shows, like backstage banter or someone messing up your tan? Anything about shows that I normally have headphones. A lot of the time, I have headphones on backstage. What? A lot of the time, I have headphones on backstage. I don't really hear anything. I don't really pay attention. And no, my time. I'm, I'm, I'm always use Proton. It's literally since I think my second ever show. I've been with Proton. Okay, okay, fine. Let me switch questions then. This guy asks: Have <laughs> Have you or Luke ever really hated another bodybuilder that you competed against? No. Your Your answers suck. No, but I haven't because I mean, me and Nathan haven't competed together yet. So you've never you, okay. Hey, maybe hate is a strong word, but you've never been like, I really want to fucking kick the shit out of this bodybuilder on stage. Nathan, yeah, probably. That's the only one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm, no, because like the the honest truth is, I don't really talk to bodybuilders that much. I used to hate Ben Pakulski. We had a friendly. We had a what was well it was a little rivalry, a Canadian rivalry. And it was my younger self. I was more immature. And I just, I didn't, you know how you just said, we all eat from the same table. Yeah. I didn't have that mentality. I was like, it's my table. You don't fucking belong here. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just, But then I grew up and I was like, ah, it's all good. So we're fine now. But, yeah. and then that, that relates back to the story about any backstage, you know what he did to me one time? Wow. So I'm at the Arnold's. And I'm already fucking nervous because it's the fucking Arnold's Columbus. And yeah. I'm like, and uh, we go on stage. He gets first call out and I'm in the second call out. As I'm walking by him to go to, you know, you step up on the podium. 
as I'm walking by him to step up on the podium, he goes, Hey, your tan's all fucked up. You look a little green. Motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> it just like stuck in my fucking head. I still able to do what I had to do, but like was he was he bullshitting you? Yes, he's just fucking with me. He's just being a fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, a little stuff like that went on, but not not too often. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I've never had any problems with anyone. Like, I think for the most part, most bodybuilders are either don't really talk to them, they're really boring, or they're cool. I don't really. I think um, I think the atmosphere is different now. Yeah, maybe. The atmosphere is different now because I think what Instagram has done is kind of made us all closer. Yeah. Like, I, I see everybody. Like, they comment on each other's po- pictures and stuff, and they like each other's photos mm-hmm. and shit. And I, I think it's created actually more camaraderie than more competition. That's, that's, that's very likely. It's probably why I've never experienced any of, like, the negativity yeah. backstage. or Yeah. Know. Yeah. All right, buddy. Uh, we're going to close it up for today. Good time. Good time. We'll, we'll be back next Monday with uh listen if you guys are watching this leave your topics that you want us to talk about in the comments section below (laughs) (laughs) leave your comments in the comments below and me and luke will uh get to them next week so hopefully hopefully something like major happens this week like well we just have to you just have to give me better answers than you look really tired I'm so jet lagged. It's insane. Yes, yeah. it's never hit me this hard. I don't understand why it's been this bad this time. Yeah, your answers were jet lagged. Yeah, <laughs> airplane lagged. Thought they sound the Karate Kid. Should we oh. air, should we air this? Yeah. Why wouldn't we? What are you talking about? It's great. The dog's fucking pissing me off. Shush. All right, go do your thing. I'm gonna go eat too. Yeah. What What have you got? What? What What are you eating? We don't know. Uh, shrimp and rice with avocado. Ooh, I've got, I've got, I've got uh, white fish and rice with no avocado. Oh, right, fish is gross. Yeah. What kind of white fish do you eat? It's smoked bass, so that's not too bad. It's a little salty, right? Quite salty, yeah. Yeah, I can't eat fucking white fish. Shrimp yeah. is good. Yeah. All right, go eat. I'll talk to you. Okay, uh, we'll talk. Yeah. Okay, brother. Bye bye.